So that part's not going to be in the podcast, right? I mean, it could be. Oh, shit. Zelda in the podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. Thanks to Brandon and company for that opening theme song, as always. Remember that if you have your own theme song submissions, topics, or fan art, please send this to us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to read them on the show. First, here's the news rundown from this past week. Nintendo finally pulling the pieces together as Tatsumi Kimishima was announced as CEO and President of Nintendo's Japan branch. The annual Tokyo Game Show was rife with trailers and demos. Super Mario Maker hit store shelves, and Hyrule Warriors Legends has a release date in Japan. Thank you again for joining us. For those of you who don't, still don't know, my name is Adam, and this week I'm happily joined by... Yo, what's up, guys? Your favorite band member right here, his name's Chris. He's the only Chris allowed on this podcast, so what's up? He's first chair. I am first chair. <laughs> and second, and third, and fourth. That, you're so fat. You need so many chairs. Hey, hey man, I like to lay down. I like to open my legs, you know, just relax. Maybe focus on playing the music. Are you oh, like yeah. first chair trumpet or first chair flute or like what, what instrument's this? Maybe he's first of all the chairs because of how fat he is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that fat. It's a weirdly organized band. Yeah, exactly. On a single mind. It's very, those are usually the best bands. I have a single vision. <laughs> Hive Mind Band. I'm also joined by. No, oh, I was just gonna listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm just here to just <laughs> be a fly on the wall. That's it. It's Jeff, by the way. <laughs> Jeff, our resident joggler. And uh, last but not least, we have for the first time, uh, Saunders. My name is Saunders, and not Chris. So I'm entirely allowed on this podcast. I mean, you could say your name is. We just call you Saunders. Nope. You know. Nope. Okay. It's Saunders. It it's is, just I'm, Saunders. His it's name's just, not Chris. It's not God. Chris. It's the artist only formerly Saunders. known as Chris. Nope. I've never in my life have been known as Chris. I've always just been Saunders. I always given. My parents didn't like me, so I didn't get a first name. I, I like that, Adam. That was great. But uh, <laughs> thank you. But, yeah. Uh, He's, he, Colonel Saunders, if you will. Colonel Saunders, yes. Wonderful. I officially definitely have that rank in a military somewhere. Or a chicken factory. Or a chicken factory, yes. Wonderful. I inve- I invented the chicken, actually. <laughs> yeah. What came Not first, the chicken, chicken at the I... end? Saunders no, the, will know. The Saunders actually came first and created the chicken. For for the sake of the podcast, you created the cuckoo. Or the cuckoo, or the cuckoo, or no, no, no. That was Miyamoto. He he made the cuckoo. I I just made the chicken. That's, that's oh, okay. Uh, Which came first, credit. the chicken or the cuckoo? The the chicken long okay. predates the cuckoo, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah. Good to know. So, yep. Glad to have you with us. Uh, so what have you guys been playing this past week? Jeez, um, I picked up Mad Max. I just haven't opened it yet. Um, and it's so you f- didn't play Mad Max? No, I just yeah. I guess I didn't play anything this week. Um, Let's yeah, the waiting game hey, because my all right. So I, I had another all right. Another issue with me. The waiting will drive you mad. Freaking games is that I bought a game and then I, I, I opened it and I see that the case is broken of the box. I'm like, uh, are, you, are you kidding me? I can't buy like a decent looking game for once. Happened you know, with Metal Gear happened with Mad Max. It's going to happen all the time now. I'm going to get very mad. You know, that 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 is kind of an issue. I also have like when I when I get a game. I don't know why, but like if the disc like case is cracked at, for any reason, I I get really tempted to just go back and like to the store and ask for a replacement. 
You know, I know the worst part? What? I threw away my receipt, and I didn't even realize that, like... I didn't realize it until after the fact. This is why I, you don't throw away your receipts. Never throw or, away your receipts. I kids. didn't mean to. I think I mistook it for another receipt, and it got me very sad. You know who throws away their receipts? Schmucks. Don't be a schmuck. Say, don't be a miser. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. What about yeah. you guys? What have you guys almost been playing, sort of, kind of, but really? Well, I wanted to play Final Fantasy XIV some more, but our internet is just an absolute disgrace. It is a nightmare. Our, I mean, mine and Adam, because we live in the same building <laughs> and have to suffer through this. Way to break the immersion. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, well, this it's, yeah, well, yeah, the same Zelda Informer office building that we all live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the of office that everyone Jeff. knows that we totally have. God, if there was an office building, I feel like we would be in like the like the distant corner, or like maybe like the the the, the distant corner, the, the right wing room. The yeah, we would be room. in the boiler room or the or the like the wing, like that no one ever goes to. It's like I I've only talked to a handful of people that actually work for the site. Jeff would be in the corner juggling. Yeah. It's so juggling out of his juggling. We're just all naked. Like it's hard to begin with because the boiler, but like Jeff in his constant activity is just creating heat. <laughs> so it's just we're dripping with sweat right now. Oh jeez, God! Wonderful. Got to take off my shirt in here. But yeah, since I haven't been able to play Final Fantasy fourteen, an MMO which I love, I've been playing just loads, revisiting Dark Souls, lots of PvP builds. Are you a Are you a Bloodborne fan? Absolutely. I was one of the first few hundred to platinum it. Oh, sweet. Um, did you? Are you excited about the new DLC? Very much so, yes. I haven't been able to watch the trailers in higher than 360p quality, but they seem nice. You got them to load? <laughs> <laughs> I got the first, like, eight seconds. And I was like, I mean, oh, that's, that's a voice that's speaking. Yeah. I think Man, I was out the other day, and, like, I think at a Walmart, and I passed to, happened to pass by, like, a uh, uh, trailer for, like, Dark Souls 3, and I was like, it's kind of... The, it's kind of like I'm watching it online like I want to. Yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Sort of thing. Uh, I'm starting for Dark Souls 3, too. So. Yeah, everyone, everyone seems to be getting on that. Uh, Jeff, what have you been playing recently? Well, I've been playing um, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Wonderful. And no, I, no I leave. Do you know that they're beautiful. making an anime? They are making an anime, and I could not be... More happy, uninterested, and aligned, <laughs> aligned with my inner weeaboo. Wonderful. You know what's funny? None of us have mentioned playing Mario Maker this week. You know I why? I don't have it. I'm, I don't I'm have it. Get it. As, say, I as... think my mom's coworker's young son was very excited about it, so I guess that makes me the most informed of us. I think about. That, I uh, think. Uh, no, I'm informed. Boy. I. I mean, oh, I, I feel think. like I'm informed about it, but. I, I, yeah, I kept up with it. I just have. I, I'm I'm waiting to receive it as a gift. So uh, I think we'll Colin see. Drum put it best. He's like, I'm waiting for it to go down by like thirty dollars because oh, it's yeah, really not it worth. It is it sixty? It's like a full price title. Yeah, it's not worth sixty dollars. Yeah, honestly, like I mean, for Amazon you was doing offering half... it for fifty. Where? Amazon was offering it for fifty for Prime members uh, up to oh. the release. So that was pretty. That was pretty nice. And it's Target, a smart move on Amazon. At Target, it comes with a Rubik's Cube. It comes with what? a Rubik's Cube? A Rubik's Cube. A Mario Maker Rubik's Cube. Oh, okay. It's a themed Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Can we take a second to talk you... about Rubik's Cube related? 
today, my roommate, who's obsessed with solving Rubik's Cubes, I was... <laughs> saw an unsolved one in the passenger seat of a car and actually checked to see if the car was unlocked so he could solve it and put it back. <laughs> he didn't. Wait, he it was, was unlocked? Insane. It was not unlocked. Oh. Sadly. Otherwise, oh. he probably would have solved this Rubik's Cube. And, just and then there would the be chair. like a kid just like walking around with a story about how his Rubik's Cube solved itself. Yeah. That would have been really funny. A delirious college student. Did you guys see the uh, the Hyrule Warriors Legends like treasure box that Japan's getting? The I one with the, the ocarina freaking and ocarina? And I think that it's coming a... with a scarf too, right? Yeah, I saw the, the dude scarf? wearing a scarf. Oh, I didn't care about all that other stuff, but like Link's scarf, like that blue one. Yeah, it's super cute. Oh my god. You wouldn't care about a golden ocarina? Nah. I mean, how does it sound? Does it sound good? I mean, you know what it sounds it? like? Not Zelda Wii U. That's, not oh, Zelda you mean, Wii U. You mean, it's not Zelda Wii U. You mean Zelda NX? Yeah, Zelda NX now. Yeah. I mean, it's not confirmed. Let me just tell people, not confirmed, but it's pretty much, it's probably headed that Chris, direction anyway. I'm so proud of you. I was about to jump in and be like, I don't want viewers to be misinformed. And Chris yeah. was like, I got this. If you want to be misinformed, tell it to uh, go on to ZeldaMisinformer.com. I was going to say, for... the Zelda that Misinformer podcast is, uh, well, let's make it exist. Yeah. Well, I mean, Adam kind of owns it. <laughs> I feel like the Zelda Informer podcast after dark or something. I don't even know. Zelda Informer podcast after hours. That would be like a cool adult swim thing. I want to be a part of that. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I'm down. I, does that, I miss Does that mean we can curse? No. Not I now. Maybe then. No, 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 no. I mean after, after Dark. Oh, well, after I mean, hours, of course. I mean, if we, if can... we ever do streams. I, by the way, I just want to give a special shout out to uh, those of you sending emails, uh, supporting the podcast, thanking us on our oh, one year anniversary. The and awesome giving emails us your... you got? I'm sorry? I said the awesome emails? Yes, the awesome emails. Uh, where people were saying, you know, they actually answered the question about, you know, live streams and uh, extra content and things like that someone was like you know keep us more keep us informed on you know jake and caleb what they're doing never of course not we're never going to do that why would i well, ever care jake's I, there, there was, was like, one, yeah he's there was he's, one person adam i, I just want to put this out of, i thought this was really funny they said that if there was a crowdfunding option they would help us out but like the, then they go on to say like oh i wish i could get this stuff if i had the money and i'm like wow you just told us you would give us your money and then you complain about not having any what is wrong with you well, prioritize see, that is, people that's special I mean... money set aside to give to us <laughs> yeah that's... for nothing else that's it's very sweet i mean former podcast the, kickstarter money the fact that people are interested i i am reviewing the crowdfunding thing still we're still reviewing it at the site we're still talking about it uh but uh, definitely talking about making more content. Me and Chris are still working on some of the things behind the scenes on other projects. Uh, but we will keep you informed as those things hurry along uh, as they have been in the past couple weeks. Um, but yeah, thank you again for you know responding and letting us know that you are interested in seeing us outside of the podcast. It is really nice to know you know that uh, we are able to entertain you in many ways. Many, many ways. Uh, more than audibly. Me, recently, I have been playing, and I forgot what I was going to say here. I completely forgot. I had the answer all lined up. I was ready to go. It's Mario Party. It was more Mario Party. That's really what I've been playing. Nope, that's Mario... a lie. I played a lot of Night Soul Republic 2. What am I doing right now? I'm just kind of rambling. Okay. You sound good, Adam. You sound great. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Uh, that was Yeah, but I played close. a lot of uh, Night Soul Republic 2 recently. And because um, I, I got a controller for PC finally. I actually scrambled which, some money together. Which kind of controller did you get, though? I got the Xbox One controller. 
Did you? Yes. I'm very proud of you, Adam. You know why? Why? Because it's the best controller for a PC. Oh and yeah, well, it's 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 already it's just, ready to go. Yeah, uh, it's way better than the stupid 360 crap. I mean, I like yes. I like the 360 controller a lot. I just think that you know the but this one's better. Yeah, it is so much better. It's it's optimized to work with cord and also wirelessly. So yeah. Uh, and the 360 controller only works with the computer if it has a cord built in, or if you have a wireless adapter, which is a bunch of the bunch wireless of... adapters. I think it's almost more Hoopla. expensive than the controller in general. Yeah, I've, it's I've it's, it. it's like twenty bucks for just one function. It's not really worth it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Netsuo two, and I've been enjoying it. But I realized, have you ever guys have you guys ever played like a game, and like the first part of the game is like a kind of like a pain in the ass. Uh, uh, Nice World Public 2 starts with this thing called Paragus. Uh, it's like a mining asteroid thing, and it is generally regarded as a terrible part of the game. And uh, there was one mod on the workshop for Steam, because it's, it's a Steam workshop game, uh, that lets you skip Paragus, but it was broken. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> work. And... I, I, will, I will say, in, in recent <laughs> gaming news, uh, gaming news, like, in recent gaming... I will say the beginning of Metal Gear Solid Five was was a, a a trip. It took a while to get through it. Although it was one of the most important scenes ever. Isn't like, it like an hour before you get to the actual game itself? Pretty much. And I I will say I, at one point I found myself falling asleep to it. I was like, geez, I can't. I I already see. I'm seeing let's players playing this game, and I'm just like, don't, <laughs> don't. A lot of people that I would love to watch their content have started to play this game, and I'm just like, stop. <laughs> I'm I mean, not going to watch those videos, and the numbers are showing. I've seen like channels that usually get hundreds of thousands of views on their Let's Plays. The Let's Plays for Metal Gear Solid are getting like 50,000, and not because anybody dislikes the game. It's that people want to play it so much that they're avoiding the spoilers because it's yeah. a spoiler-heavy game. It and is. a lot of the time, like, a Let's Play needs to be like filled with commentary and jokes and things like that, and Hideo Kojima doesn't really necessarily lend time for you to make jokes unless you're doing the actual missions themselves. Uh, I mean, he didn't PT. I will say that much. Yeah, that was PT was, was a special blessing upon <laughs> our our souls, right? Yeah. Before the uh, the terrible curse that was Konami. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the um? There's like a I want to say a PT successor. There was a game that was released on. I've Steam heard this, about that this the... last week. Oh, it was released. I don't know if it was really... There's an early access for it, I, I believe. Do you remember what it's called? Because I think I know what you're talking about. It was called, like, Layers of something. I don't know, but it was it was heavily inspired from PT. Layers of Onions. No, not Layers of Onions. Come on, Shrek. What yeah. is this? Um, I... God, I'm blanking out right here, and it's not, it's not cool. It's not podcast cool. That's fine. But yeah, do you guys want to get into our first fan topic? Yes. Hell um, yeah. All right. James asks, and by the way, love this email. I I, I love sometimes reading your emails because you guys will like, you guys will have a lot of like funny things for me to read or like interesting ways that like you found the podcast and things like that. So it's always really cool to hear about that. But anyway, I digress. James asks, Zelda games have been known to feature bits of technology outside of the normal fantasy realm, such as cameras, trains, steam powered boats, etc. If you could have just one piece of non medieval technology in a Zelda game, what would it be? I would personally want microwaves. Link should be able to have some popcorn after a long day of adventuring. Besides, the ding sound is always satisfying to hear. Uh, so yeah, what, do you, what, what would you guys put in a Zelda game if you could have one modern piece of technology? A gun. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm, I can't judge you because I was immediately thinking gun. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean... a gun so he could shoot Ganondorf and just walk away. <laughs> and then that's it. And and then he just walks and the adventure is done. And then you can pass down this new, like, we'll, we'll call it the master gun. And then you just pass it down from generation to generation. And every time evil shows up, just shoot him. The master like clock. A... Pow, pow. Exactly. With like a silver bullet and like and Ganon's dead or Vadi's dead. Antagonist. Oh, there's gone. this. Uh, there's this picture of like it's like a, a like a small comic of the first Legends of the game, and it's like it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, and it's like he's he gives him a gun. He's like, show him who's boss, and they're both wearing sunglasses. Wow, I love that, that one. Actually, actually, I want to say like a gun would be. I think that's would... Zach Gordon, uh, who's a, a great artist, by the way. If you if you haven't seen him, Z A C Gordon with two O's. Check him Fantastic out. Fantastic artist. I will uh, say a lot this of Nintendo though, stuff. about the gun, like I understand how less magical a gun would be in a Zelda universe. Um, I mean, you can have magic guns. What if it's a magic? Yeah, gun? I was gonna say. How, like, how yeah. about you have a regular gun and magic bullets? That's that's yeah. a very good like common trope with like guns and fantasy settings, but I always like it. It's it's cool because you have like different kinds of ammunition and things like that. It, it... Imagine fire bullets or light bullets or ice bullets. I mean, the guns in general in Bloodborne, which we spoke about briefly before recording i thought were an absolutely beautiful addition in both aesthetically and a gameplay thing I could all right because it was like not so much that it was like a game breaking thing but it was enough that it added a good mechanic it, to combat yeah, yeah it was the counter mechanic you don't yeah. really unless you had like a fully upgraded evelyn and good blood tins you weren't really gonna do a lot of damage with it but, i would like to play a gun build in bloodborne sometime excellent for pvp <laughs> uh but yeah uh jeff what would you put in the game Technology-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of partial to some sort of transport, because like a motorcycle. The mo- I was about to say the motorcycle because Miyamoto was like, or not Miyamoto, Aonoma was like, I really like the motorcycle they came up with for Mario Kart Eight. It'd be cool to see that in a Zelda game, and I'm like, yeah, I remember that. It would be cool. It'd be really strange, but it'd be. Do you guys? Cool. Uh, I. I hmm? uh, no, go ahead, Adam. I was gonna say like. Uh, personally, like for transport, I always have this like fan Zelda series in my head that I've been wanting to make for years and years and years because I'm is it a the skater loser. one. Yes, it is the skater one. I want Link to have a skateboard. And it's going to be cool. It's going to be called Navi. It's going to have three wheels. It's going to be awesome. I love it. A three wheeled skateboard. Yeah, it's going to have. Say that on... was like okay to be like a fan game. Like wow, I'd play this if it was like Tony Hawk's Pro it's... Skater. But oh, and he has like all these said, tattoos like over it, and like the the board has like the graffiti like navi on it like it's like three three wheeled skateboard is where you lost me yeah i just liked it because it was different and weird i mean do horses have three legs why don't you get Uh, five wheels no why why not five wheels i mean there's i i made every character have their own different sort of riding vehicle like sheik has uh rollerblades on her kingdom hearts 2 had skateboards and they were pointless how would this be different no, you need well, to it's, do, it's you a, need to use them in one mission with Roxas. Do you want me to explain my idea? Well, you could have just not had that mission with Roxas or like a different <laughs> mechanic. That is true. I, I guess. It's a pointless mission. Uh do you want me to explain my idea? Yes. Make oh. your skateboards pointful. Okay. So this is like a modern Zelda game, like a like a modern setting. And instead like that of Romeo like Romeo and Juliet, but in, with Link. No. In the city. In instead of uh instead of killing each other with weapons they they do street races uh so they just like throw shade like they kill you on the inside yeah they 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 just they wreck you (laughs) they wreck you pretty hard 
Uh, so Sheik has like these rollerblade wheels on her forearms and on like her legs and stuff. So she can do all these like crazy like spins and maneuvers and stuff and like, so, like oh, body contorting. So I, th- like... I, can, I just imagine her like you know going in fetal position on the ground, so to speak, and like just arms and legs like kind of together and just going down like a hill. Or yeah, or laying down <laughs> fully like and a, stuff, or like like or a like... swimming motion across a flat ground. Like a, you ever see like a frog swim and it just kicks <laughs> out its legs and stuff. Well, I just yeah. thought it'd be cool. Like like leans on to like the right side, and like has wheels on the on the arm and stuff, and just like is able to like maneuver like through stuff like underneath. Oh, trucks that that and would be cool like for that. like wall rides and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could work. That would definitely yeah. work. And like Probably Ganondorf has uh, skates. Ganondorf has a regular like a skateboard that basically snap like breaks in half, and he can like put one on his back and one in his upper arm and he has like a chain that he uses to like swing around because it's like it's heavy so he's able to get like high speeds with it but it has like no control so he has to like physically pull himself into like turning what if instead of like x games fantasy we took this to a roller derby situation (laughs) and they all have Uh, like aggressive roller derby fighting (laughs) that'd be pretty sweet you could have both a mini game I yeah, guess. I could see that. Modern Zelda's oh, video. One of my, like one of my, fa- one of my favorites is uh, Majora, because uh, okay. I have to. Uh, he has like a, basically a trash can Majora lid with a bunch of like circular wheels definitely. on it, so it like spins and spirals like wildly. It has very little control. I can see that. And you can. Take Are you saying out... he's trash, Adam? <laughs> no, no, but it's like a large disc. You're trash. I can see you're just going and is that is Majora in that in the context of a skate like Tony Hawk thing or in the yeah, case it's just, of this it, it's like if, like if you imagine like there are skate gangs like the Twilight Gang is a thing like all these guys in like that sort of get up uh, with skateboards and things uh, Majora is kind of like his own dude he's, he's sort of your lone wolf sort of so out there I noticed also this is pretty irrelevant but it is still Zelda related we were referring to Majora as a he when traditionally everything I've seen about Majora, both in symbolism and physical like attributes, would imply a feminine characteristic. So then you want to call it an it? I mean, what's going I was, on? No, here? I was just gonna say no. It's just oh, that could be. I don't know if that was a, a thing you guys had brought up. I'm not eh. like saying we've misgendered Majora. That's clearly like a non-humanoid <laughs> being. Hashtag I mean, like misgendered the, Majora. If you want to think about it, it is ended in an A, which is more feminine than masculine. Well, masculine the, uh, usually ends in an O. There's the. All kinds of things. So the moon is often associated with femininity. Obviously, a huge part of Majora's Mask. Right. In the second or third phase, I think, yeah, third phase of the boss fight, when she has more of a body, it very it represents the symbolic like maternal parts of a feminine, like. Anatomy. What is this? The Majora's Mask podcast? No, oh, it could be. Honestly, it literally could That's be if you let me. Before. Yeah, but, uh, it, it was that for me. quite a time. Majora's Mask and Destiny. Zelda Informer podcast. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I see that as a good point. I, I think I just, I guess I go by Skull Kid. Yeah, uh, but see, Skull Kid's not Majora. I know, but I, I kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I simplify it. I just refer, I just say Majora to kind of express that it's Skull Kid wearing the Majora mask. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, I mean, that's a short Adam, Adam, I've got yes. my, ta- I've got my real tech thing. Not travel. Oh boy, what? I want something related. I want something. Well, I guess it is. Oh, travel. okay. I was um, confused for a second. <laughs> no, no, no. Back to the topic with the yeah, yeah. What kind of tech do you want to see? I want to see like a a more specific or more controlled version of the time stones that appear in Skyward Sword. 
where you can change the time like in which an area exists. So you oh, could alter your surroundings cool or something. That'd be pretty rad. I think that'd be like, pretty that was great because the like, if game. you had something that like altered your surroundings instantaneously, you could Link, that, you like... got the terraforming stone. Enjoy the yeah, geological the catastrophes stone. you're going to cause about. Well, confirmed. Link started the company in Alien. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just... Well, we're not it's talking the... terraforming. We're just talking like adjust the area and then it switches back. That sounds like something yeah, no, an evil be... corporation would say to justify terraforming. <sighs> Come on, he's a hero. He's a hero. Well, he's terraforming doing it for the brought back good. Spock too. Yeah, he's trying to resurrect Spock, man. Come on. True. Spock is pretty great. Spock is pretty great. Well, my answer. Really rest great. rest in peace, Spock. I would give I would give Link like a synth so he could have dream pop songs. Oh my god, get out of here. I don't want your your stuff. I don't want get Link, out. play the Ocarina. Nah, I don't play that old technology. I play this new thing. It really expresses what? my inner spirit. And oh child. my god, what if he what? like with his synth he like programs like the geese to make it sound like things from all the Zelda games so that he can make like his own Zelda remixes? Meow meow meow. Wait, I can see it. What Wait. if wouldn't Navi be so much less annoying Wait. and by less I mean entirely more just like Wait. if she spoke entirely in auto tune? I'm 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 still waiting for you, Jeff. Wait. What? what if instead of an ocarina or a synth, we had an electric flute? Is that like electric triangle? But like a no, flute? like I have prefer you ever a heard jazz electric flute. flute. It's pretty cool. Is jazz that like a flute with flute. a like a pickup or? What? It's like it's like he has flute. You mentioned flute, and all I want is a Legend of Zelda jazz flute. Jazz flute. What about what about what about electric harp? Because there's a few. There's maybe one game I believe that has Link has a harp. Well, in yeah. Skyward Sword, you had that kind of thing where you just uh, kind of wave the little remote around. There you go. You had strings on a metal thing, and it made sound. It's basically a harp. <laughs> exactly. I've, I I think he had a harp in Oracle Ages. That oh he, yeah. Yeah, and he could go back in time, and I guess to the present day in time with that. That was pretty cool. I I guess I would want to give like maybe an updated version of that, mm-hmm. so like he could go to the future as well, so he could like party in each generation of time and bring all the other links with him. What about that box from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? The the phone oh yeah, booth? <laughs> just Link gets one of those. What was I, that again? I haven't seen that movie since I was. It was a it was it's, a phone booth. It's like the oh, the, the epitome oh, like of Keanu Reeves' career. Keanu Reeves is an everlasting vampire. Have we not? I love Keanu Reeves. I honestly like that. He is one. He's like my favorite person. I'm not ashamed to say that. Did you like John Wick? I haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting to. Like he kills everyone in that movie. Yeah, but he's a badass. You know, he made sure that that movie was done like, like he made sure everything about that movie action wise was done right. I I've heard a lot of people praise that movie for action. Done right. What? What do you? Uh, def- I'm, I'm Keanu, not saying it's a bad movie. Um, Keanu Reeves, like he made sure no slow mo or anything like that was going on. You know, it was actually you know focusing on the actual uh, physicality okay. of the fight. If you watch the movie, you notice there's very little like effects added to the fights themselves, other than those uh, that are necessary, uh, because Keanu Reeves wanted to make sure that the audience was enjoying it. Good uh, man, good man. So the uh, this is entirely relevant to this conversation. Are we uh, talking about the Keanu Reeves immortality thing with the pictures? Keanu Reeves and... is immortal. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pictures of him fifteen thirty, eighteen seventy five. The eighteen seventy five one is like impeccable. It is impeccable. The other one's pretty close too. Yeah, the other I mean, one is. Just have you guys seen the same thing about um, Nicolas Cage? 
I have not. And like how Charlie Day is the new Shakespeare? It no. Now that you mention it, I can totally see Charlie Day looking like Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I'm just imagining Shakespeare sounding like Charlie Day. <laughs> Imagine. Oh come on, mean? guys! We gotta form a play. Imagine. Well, I mean, Charlie Day did write a play, and it's always sunny. Oh no, he's so. a fantastic writer. He's probably one of the better writers in the in the business right now. Um, yeah, uh, I think he is the main writer for It's Always Sunny. He's uh, it's between him, Rob, and Glenn. Mm-hmm. Rob plays uh, Mac on the show, and then Glenn plays uh, Dennis. Okay, they, all three of them write this. Show. Well, because it's Rob McElhenney. Yeah. Uh, Charlie is Charlie, and then mm-hmm. Glenn is Dennis because he's his character. He didn't want any association with. Yeah. Because at least Mac and Charlie are sometimes endearing, but. Not gonna lie, when you guys said Charlie Day, and I love Always Sunny, I obviously knew who he was. I, for a minute, thought we were talking about Charlie Sheen, and I was just so confused. You that was. <laughs> anyway. You too. Yeah, anyway. I was doing it, it, the exact same thing happened to me. I heard Charlie Day, and I was like Charlie Sheen. I'm like, wow, this <laughs> is right. a topical conversation three years ago. Anyway, but Adam, you were saying. <laughs> let's get back to Zelda. Uh, yes. So uh, let's get uh, another one of our fan topics I really liked was uh, Colton asks. What was the first Zelda game you guys have ever played? Tell us about your experience. How did you get into Zelda? Thanks for all you people do. Colton from Utah. Thank you so much, Colton. Appreciate your Colton. question. And I appreciate your name. Are you, How are the mountains in Utah? Are they nice? I hope they Colton are. Colton sounds like a mountain man name. It is. It is a mountain man name, Adam. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> You're I, welcome, Colton, Chris. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, what, what did you guys... What was your first Zelda game? Let's start with that. Uh... If I say Ocarina of Time, is that the right answer? That's that's an answer. <laughs> that is. Is it, well, is it is true? It, true? it yeah. is true. <laughs> that's Ocarina, not bad. My first was Ocarina of Time. Yeah. My my second one was Majora's Mask, and my third. We didn't one, ask I, you for your life history, Chris. I know. I just want to say my first three, and my third one was uh, Oracle of Ages. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. How about you, Jeff? I'm having a tough time remembering exactly which one was first, but I'm pretty sure my first one was actually Wind Waker. Really? Maybe Nerd. Twilight Princess, but I'm not sure. Really? It was one of those yeah. two. I'm. You started late in the game. I did yeah. start late in the game, but, but that's like, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Wind Waker, and then, dang it, like I know Ocarina was in that mix. So kind of like Chris said, his top three. I'm gonna say my first three. And Not I my don't top know three, my order. first three. Is... Those were his, yeah. yeah his first was, three. That Sorry. was the order of which I played them. Mine are Ocarina, Twilight Princess, and Wind Waker, and I have no idea what order they were in. Okay. Well, if you played them in chronological, but you, I, I guess you I am didn't. not certain that I did. Well, my first was Link's Awakening. That was actually the first video game I ever played. So, OG... Isn't like some way getting like one of like the underdogs is actually really good. It's so good. Like yeah. I replayed it. I thought it was nostalgia goggles. I replayed it on an emulator like a couple years it's, ago. It was like, quite Link's annoying. Awakening DX is the the remake, right? Not the remake. The uh the mo- the mobile the Game Boy one. Yeah. No, yeah. there's yeah like the I played yeah the one for Game Boy Color was the one I played. Yeah, I heard that yeah. one was really good. Yeah, it was it was quite nice because it had a lot of what everybody liked about Link to the Past, like with the you know the whole mm-hmm. overworld. And it was like the color; mm-hmm. it looked really nice, and it holds up. It's kind of in that zone where it had nice colors because it was Game Boy Color, but it still has your happy yeah. retro I... feel because everything's all sprites. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I think 
it's 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 hard to remember exactly, but it might have been either Link to the Past or Four Swords Adventures. I don't think it was Four Sword Adventures because I knew that that wasn't a traditional Zelda game at the time. I knew it was different. Um, and Adam loves to be different. Different. Okay. Yeah. He's different. Yeah, he's different. That's I put on my skates away. I put on my shoes and socks, one shoe, one sock at a time. So oh. left, left foot sock, left foot shoe, right foot sock, right foot shoe. Yeah, Adam, you're a freak. <laughs> yeah. That's... Okay. But um, it, I I believe I thought I believe there was a follow up to uh, Colton's thing, right? Like oh, our yeah. first one. I was going to and... say really quick before we get to that, uh, the skating conversation reminded me immediately of last week's discussion where we were talking about what happens at Jake, and that he just walked into the office one day, looked at Adam, went, Psst, whatever, and then skated <laughs> off. <laughs> Oh my god, with his cool glasses and his backwards hat. As yeah. a close personal friend to Jake, I can absolutely see that. I like I just I mean, Jake is not gonna be on the podcast anymore, but I'm not gonna stop like gushing over him all the time. I I'm I'm not going man. to either, so take that. Well, how dare you? I, Let's I might tune in next week for our uh our, Jake, our Jake appreciation podcast. For Jake and former podcast. Jake yeah. and former. It's just gonna be about Jake. Perfect. I could talk. I I'm going to host the Caleb Informer podcast in case you guys want to know because Caleb is the coolest. Screw Jake. Hey. Oh, damn. I like Jake. I just like Caleb too. Caleb's my, 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 the one and only. Okay. Well, second part of That's the question. Cool. There was a second part? Oh, yeah. yes. There was a second part. And it was, uh, how did you start getting into Zelda? Because, you, you know, your first game in a series might not be what got you into it. There might be some, like, other event that got you really into the franchise. Um, like Jeff and juggling. Right. Uh, I will say it's interesting for me because you know I said I started out with Ocarina, then I immediately moved to Majora's Mask, which is you know one of the only games to actually have a sequel. Like uh, it, Majora's Mask was the sequel to Ocarina of Time, so it's sort of like I almost expected there to be like a sequel to go on to the game, like just it would be the same timeline stuff. So it was interesting being introduced to the new timelines and stuff. And I think that's what kind of got me into Zelda in general. The fact that after Majora's Mask that I found out that, oh my god, there's different Zelda games and they technically take part in different like eras, so to speak, of like the hero, the hero of whatever time it is. Ha, huh, the hero of time. Um, the hero <laughs> so of Thursday. That was so meta. Exactly. The hero of whatever time. He's the one who has a skateboard. It's like, whatevs. Isn't the whatevs. hero of time just... Ocarina Link? Ocarina, exactly. So it could be the hero of, like, you know... Ages. I like that. I like that little, like, moniker that goes on in, that, in those games. I don't know if I'm using the word correctly, but... Uh... No, yeah, you're not. No, you but, are. Well, kind of. Yeah, that's not bad. It's, okay. <laughs> I'd call it a motif. It's a stretch. <laughs> no, it's a moniker. Okay. Like, uh, I, I definitely will say, like, playing Oracle of Ages opened up my mind to, like, okay, new hero, new story, let's see what else they got. Then play Minish Cap. Minish Cap was phenomenal, and I'm like, okay, sweet, I know this dude. And then you I got an Ezlo poster, and wait, every, what? Wait, what? What? Jeff, wait. Do you, you always want us to wait. I just remembered. What? what? I remembered my first Zelda game. Okay, oh. what was it? It was Minish Cap. Oh, was oh. it? Yeah, yeah, that I, sounds right. I got I... stuck on the second level and gave up. What do you wait? <laughs> you mean after? <laughs> 
Who's uh, I'm trying to Jeff, remember. You're remember when you're climbing up the mountain. Are you okay? What? I said okay. That's where I got stuck. I couldn't get okay, up the mountain. Well, when I got stuck in that game, is did you, you try climbing? <laughs> I had to figure out how to climb it. When I got stuck in 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 Minish Cap, because I did get stuck for about a week, uh, I was very small. I had I was the size of a minish, and I was inside of a store in in the town. Um, and you had to kind of sneak behind the counter to get up a ladder that only the minish could touch. But I didn't oh, yeah. realize that you could climb up that ladder. Uh, so I'm like, what am I supposed to do in here? I know I have to be in here, but I don't know how to get where I need to go. And I had no idea what to do until I guess I was just walking on aimlessly, and I I figured it out. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was that. God, Minish Cap is a trip. It's a wonderful game, but like, I was a stupid kid. I swear to God. I got Ocarina of Time when it was new, so I was very small, and I was absolutely terrified of the first boss. Oh, the course, spider? Goma. Yeah, Goma. I, how long does it usually take you guys to, to, to fight the first boss? Minutes, if that. In Ocarina? <laughs> very, very short. Yeah, in Ocarina. Yeah, specifically. It's, it's quick. It's not a. It's not supposed to be a hard boss. It's hit it it's, with, it's the, not. with the eyeball. Oh, with you the mean to get to him, or the actual process of fighting him? The actual process of fighting him. Oh, very rarely over a minute. Yeah. That was all right. It was very strange growing up as a kid. Longer. Definitely. Uh, as a kid, longer. Yeah, growing up, it took me about like I would always, you know, wait, like hit it three times every single time, and then it would go back up, and the eggs would hatch and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But then there was this one time I went back to play Ocarina of Time. And I went and I started just, you know, beating the crap out of this thing. And within, like, the first time I had knocked it on the ground, I killed it. And I was like, wait, did it really just take me less than, like, ten seconds to beat this boss? That doesn't make any sense. And this wasn't with the use of any codes or cheats or anything. I just found him, like, I'm either really good at this game or, like, something is not working out. Maybe there's a glitch or something. I don't know. I was just wondering if you guys had that same kind of like, huh, that realization. I had the realization once that I would love the game a little bit more if it was called Macarena of Time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. W- would you have, Adam? Yes, because Link say. would have to do the Macarena every time he wanted to cause something to happen. Do you think there's fan Macarena. art out there that's for Macarena of Time? I like to believe there is. <laughs> I, I like to think the world is that magical and wonderful. <laughs> well, see, and maybe in a fourth official Hyrule timeline, there is a Macarena of Time. <laughs> yes. And they're, like, temporally related to that one mask you could get in Majora's Mask with the dancing. <laughs> right. And then, But instead, that guy invented the Macarena. Oh, my God. This is my favorite, just favorite thing. Not even, like, game or, like, story or ca- just thing ever. Just that would be my favorite. Well, and to answer Chris's question though, <laughs> sorry. The, uh, since I played it, like I loved it, I was obsessed with it. Like all little kids are obsessed with Ocarina of Time because when you're a kid and you beat Ganon and there's lightning and crazy music, then it's perfect and untouchable. And, and then and then you're in the sky with Zelda and you think you guys are gonna kiss, but you don't. Yeah, so it's just not only like you have your sexual frustration awakening, not a sexual awakening, <laughs> an awakening of your sexual frustration before your proper sexual awakening. But anyways, I loved it, so I played it like at least once a year, all the way through. So the me getting good at that boss fight was much more gradual. So I don't think I ever had quite a realization because like playing ocarina of time trained me to like have motor skills because that was like right. my base game that i just kept going on 
Right. That was, that's that's good. That's a good thing. Is it my turn? No. Yeah. yeah. No. I think the original Colton question was like, how did we get like into Zelda? Yeah. 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 yeah that that answer. Yeah. I, I guess. That that answered it for me too. In that... the in the words of Donald Trump, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> Wise man beyond his years, of which there are many. He's old, right? Isn't he really old? He's had like seven hearts or something. I have no idea. How many? I'm gonna Google that. How many hearts has Donald Trump had? Because I know. He... Hey Jeff, what was he, what were you gonna say? No, I wanna yeah. I wanna see how this plays out. <laughs> Jeff is in. I'll I'll do my because this is all talking about metaphorical hearts. I'll be like right back with how many hearts. I mean, who has more hearts? Link at the beginning of Skyward Sword or Donald Trump? It's an important question. Yeah, Link say. starts with six hearts in that game. Could be close. In the meantime, I'll just say mine. What really got me into the series is probably uh, Four Swords Adventures. It was the first game that I ever played uh, with a friend. Jeff, you remember Christian from like growing up? <laughs> yeah, I still hang out with him sometimes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he. we actually uh, we spent a good month or two trying to beat Four Swords Adventures. Uh, it was really cool. Because uh, we were the only ones that we knew that had the whole setup and everything, uh, and we actually managed to beat the game. Did you guys have the Game Boys and everything? Yeah, of course we had the Game Boys. It was great. The Game Boys connected with the that's special actually connector. probably one of the first games I ever finished. Really? Yeah. There's like it's a weird point in my life when I was younger where I didn't finish games. You it didn't take. No, it's just like as a kid, you know, you play games, but you don't really think of like them having an end. You don't think of it like that. Right. Uh. But when I beat Four Sword Adventures, it was kind of like... Actually, no, that's a lie. The first game I probably finished was Pokemon, but that one doesn't. That one really doesn't have a true ending. No, it's funny that you say that, because there was one day when when I had recently gotten Pokemon Sapphire. It was my first game, and I was really happy about it. And I was like, this is so great, and I enjoy this so much. But there's going to be a day where this game is going to end, and I'm not going to enjoy it anymore. And like, I legitimately had that thought while eating lunch in our cafeteria one day, and it made me sad. Oh, <laughs> I was like nine, so I don't know where this came from. But you got your first game when you were nine? No, it wasn't my first. It was my first Pokemon game that I owned. Oh, okay. I was about to say, what's wrong with you, Jeff? No, I owned games before then. I think my first, uh, my first game that I owned, um, was probably Super Mario World on the Game Boy. Uh, <laughs> which is to this day like my favorite Mario two D two D game. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Adam. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, it's just man. We all do it. You kind of get like that blast of the past. I, I'm sure those of you who are listening, maybe you're thinking about it too. You know that that just like when you, what you remember playing your first game and your first Zelda game, and then comparing, you know, just how the two played. Uh, yeah. Just it's it's weird. It's weird to think about I, that. I'm ninety nine hundred percent sure Ocarina of Time was the first game I ever played. That's in a, a way because it's a cool place to start. I think. It's not bad, it, yeah. It's like, because I, so I grew up with older sisters, and they actually happened to own the Nintendo 64. I, I was too young, so it's not like I could say, hey, parents, buy me this. Uh, but they were. They were, I think, maybe a little around, like, 10 at the time. And so I was maybe, like, 6 or something like that. And they were, you know, they would teach me how to play Ocarina of Time and stuff like that. And then after that, they would get game. They got games like Mario Kart and then... Um, just Yoshi. Oh, Yoshi Story is one of my favorite Nintendo sixty four games. Guess and, what my ringtone is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. the, yeah. I, I think I know. You, it's it's 
It's a very infamous song. I tried to uh. like phase it like John Cage weird experimental where you take one like it's playing the same thing twice but one slightly faster and you hear it get like out of sync and it's weird. Right. So I tried doing that, but it already is so discordant that it barely changed. <laughs> that's funny. You know um, that's actually a really cool effect in songs. I've been in I'm in a choral group right now and I've been in a few other choral choral groups. And one of the coolest effects is when you just have like every individual phasing, in the yeah. chorus sing a sing their line at a different uh well pace. it's not like the row 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 your boat thing no it's like not a can start... it's just like everybody doing their own thing can, at the same the time yeah so it is actually yeah it is pretty similar to that but i mean our listeners if you like weird not necessarily tonal stuff look up john cage it's gonna rain is a great one <laughs> i liked him in mortal Kombat. <laughs> i'm sorry yeah so it's a nut punch <laughs> It's, it's, it's Johnny Cage. It's a punch in the nuts. I'm going to go with... <laughs> Which... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just uh, while we're on Mortal Kombat, I never was a huge fan of like fatalities after a certain point. Because when it's all like retro, it's like, oh, it's silly. But then they're just kind of like... It's just gross. Extra long cutscene. It doesn't even like the gore bond. Like, I'm fine with gore. I've seen played in the games, seen the porn movies, whoever. But like the brutalities, though... They're just as ridiculous without all the pomp and circumstance. Like Johnny Cage's nut punch brutality in 10. I don't know if he had it in previous ones. Just punch him in the nuts and head pops off. Like, that's great. I love that. <laughs> that should be a much better, like, focus. Just where it's, like, quick and done. And silly. And it's like, oh, that was silly. And stupid gory. But, haha, it's a video game. It's mm-hmm. silly. Without taking, like, a full minute to, like, see someone's rib cage dissected. Yeah. It's like, oh. Like they're playing operator on them. It's, it's not a frog. For 30 like, minutes. I passed, I passed biology. That? I don't know if it's just a single video, but I saw something on Twitter where someone had uh, put the fatalities into Super Smash Bros. Oh my it was God. like a Captain Falcon, Captain Falcon fighting someone, and it's just like you see he knees them, and like the rib cage cracks, they get knocked off the, and they go flying well, like off the X-ray stage. one. Yeah, it was like, the X-ray oh, one. That's pretty. That's yeah, I like the X-ray moves and that because it didn't like it was kind of slow, but it's not a super fast-paced game, so it like added impact without really interrupting like the flow too much mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i feel you oh anyway, uh, I was that's gonna, pretty, pretty i was crazy. gonna say i'm gonna go ahead and uh talk about what got me into zelda um oh, yeah i feel like we've had i feel like we've had this discussion i'm having deja vu we've had similar anyway. discussions but we never really talked about this topic specifically yeah, i guess so but anyway um zelda wasn't the first nintendo franchise i got into it's mario and pokemon and some other ones first um but I was always aware of it, like vaguely, like I knew it existed. My brother had gotten Wind Waker, um, but he didn't play it too much. And I was always like, I wonder what this game is. Also, because the cover art's like so, um, it looks like, you know, it's like a wind made outline of Link for the original GameCube game. I yeah. always thought the cover just had a lot of dust on it. And I thought it was the strangest thing. <laughs> anyway. My cover was just like gold. Was yeah. The thing. Was that like the. That's what I'm talking about. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, really? I thought it, it was just, just like gold so, and there's like the yeah it just looked so weird to me uh, when oh I was maybe because it was kind of like a shiny matte thing and you thought it was just really dusty maybe yeah it, it was it was so okay, it looked so strange that. to me um okay. but anyway uh i believe it was like the hubbub around ocarina of time that got me to really give zelda a fighting chance and i had some friends who had played through some of the games and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just push through several of these titles. So I don't remember what order. Again, I don't remember the order. Mm-hmm. But I did. Pl- I know I played through Ocarina of Time on the Virtual Console. 
uh, Twilight Princess, and then Wind Waker with a friend. And then, like, after that point, I was like, all right, I'm in. And then I just ended up playing. All right, I'm in. I'm settled. Yeah. Hack the mainframe. Give me my tunic, sir. Um, That's cool. But, yeah. Uh, Do you guys want to move on? Yeah, sure. sure. I think we've spent adequate time. All right. Uh, do you want to get into our last fan topic? Do you want to save it for later and get into some of the news from this past week, or how do you guys Let's talk about news? What do you guys, you guys, news, you guys news. in the mood for news? We have good news yeah. this week, so I want Send some. I'm I'm with my Jews, so I want some news. Yeah. I mean, you are with two. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. I'm with my Jews. <laughs> I mean, and like based on where I grew up and how curly my hair was in middle school, I think I'm honorary. I've been doing enough bar mitzvahs. Yeah, yeah. So we say we've, two and a half Jews. Yeah. I I'll, I'll I give mean, you that. I, um, we could say three. Have you seen my hair? Adam has. Yeah, Afro. Yeah, together we make three Jews. <laughs> <laughs> like a tri a triforce of Jews. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> the news as we were um, rhyming. Nintendo with. finally named a new president of Japan and a new CEO. Oh, yeah. oh Takeda. Yeah, no, it's that it's huge. Quite... That also happened Tatsumi. like I think that either happened really early in the morning or like in the middle of the night our time. And yeah. you gotta understand. We're, we're kind of used to it, quote-unquote, because our news comes from Nintendo. Like our and they're on a different time Nintendo. zone. And... Yeah, and they're on the other side of the world. But at the same time, uh, as much as we write things as album former and Gamnesia, you just never get used to, oh, it's 2 a.m. and this giant announcement that's going to be the biggest news story in the morning just came out. Too bad nobody's conscious. Hey, here's a quick question, Adam. Can you pronounce his name? I will. I will do my best. You know how bad I am at pronouncing words in general. Uh, okay, Tatsumi <laughs> Kimishima. I got it. That's, I got it first time. Tatsumi Kimishima. Tatsumi Kimishima. Tatsumi Kimishima. I. Isn't, be, isn't that more like Tatsumi Kimishima? Kimishima. The general. Every time I've heard <laughs> I've, Shima. I've heard. I love so that yeah. that Sa- Saunders just comes in and wrecks it. He's just like, well, I guess that was okay. But I like, could be wrong. I got. Yeah, I, I think I've heard it pronounced Shima both ways. So. Usually, island. But uh, I mean, but then I mean, I don't know how he pronounces it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was the one that was talking. No, no, no. I'm not Colonel Sanders. They called me Tatsumi, but I called myself Carly. <laughs> it's it's interesting <laughs> about this guy because I heard some rumors that he might not be the, you know the. The exact answer that Nintendo's looking for, but he's more of a short-term it's answer not for a, now. It's not a rumor. He has a one-year contract. Yeah. Only one year? Yeah, it's yeah. one year contract. Well, it's the not, thing is that they were trying to... I mean, it doesn't mean he won't stay after one year. It just means... Uh, they're they're not unusual. sure yet. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, well, the thing is that they said that they 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 were open, and they said that they didn't have another option. Tats- Tatsumi is the only one qualified enough to run the company. Uh so yeah, let's they just wanted someone the guy from HR. No, they wanted someone who's in their forties or maybe fifties. You know, someone who's young enough that you know could stand the test of time for a little bit. Uh, oh, he was like in his seventies. Ta- Tatsumi is very old in comparison. Tatsumi is much older than uh, is he older than, than Miyamoto? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I, uh, I know Miyamoto is like ancient, but he has he has the he ancient. has the background. He's Sixty-two. That's not ancient. That, that's pretty. Old. He has the background that is uh, competitors didn't which is that he was in charge of uh, Nintendo of America's branch for the first couple of years of the thousands, you know, the Wii U year, or the Wii years. So oh, so the very successful. The very, years. very successful years. Uh, and then they switched over to Reggie uh, uh, in 2006, 
Uh, he was replaced. No, that was 2006 started the Wii years. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the GameCube. I still think the GameCube was pretty successful despite the mm. I apologize for that. I mind. mean, okay, commercially, okay, commercial. let's, I don't think so. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, that's kind of like an objective in thing. In terms I mean, of like how hear... it's appreciated later on. Oh, yeah, it's it, definitely I, yeah. viewed fondly in the past. Yeah, yeah. 100% it's, it's become a classic console. Uh, but, but then that has to talk about like what is the response like responsibility of developers like is it a classic console because it was made well and has good games which i i think it was mm-hmm. versus the success of the company depends a lot more on like you have like advertising like part of the reason the wii was so great it was advertised really well like a we lot of people bought would it. like to play that and that was, was like so silly good. but it was great yeah what? it was great was like, it wow, this is silly was but it I'm great totally i thought the commercial was amazing i thought it was interesting it was just so i don't perfect. know how because it did, it did its job. It did Actually, its job very well. Adam, I don't know if you know this. Uh, a friend of the show, uh, by the name of Rice Pirates, made a cartoon parodying the "We Would Like to Play" things a while back. I think maybe a year or two ago. I don't even I remember. But it was, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, I... it was for like a Wii U. I think it was for the Wii U though. Uh, by the way, if you guys are interested, uh, we actually did an episode with Rice Pirate uh, a few episodes back. Rice Pirate Mick, go go look yeah, for it, it. <laughs> in a our lot archives. Of episodes back. Uh, I think it was like episode thirty. 37 it was in the 30s yeah yeah how are the episodes labeled because if it was like oh it's 29 or something everyone's gonna be looking for it it's like i can't find it no we have numbered episodes. we have the numbered and we have uh featuring usually in the title I mean, the, somewhere the, ah, the image always has the name of the guest so yeah i just like scroll through the archive of podcasts you can find the pod you can find the word podcast at the top of zelda informer um it's an orange next to like 3ds wii u and other things mm-hmm. If you click on that, it'll bring you to. Or all if you're the using a uh, if you're using a podcasting app of some kind, uh, yeah, you can check in that such as Podbean or iTunes or other or things. I use uh, I use Beyond the Pod personally. I don't Beyond the Pod. Beyond Pod, yeah, it's it's and it works. Uh, I'll use I use the Podbean app. Uh, I like that. Used to use one good. called Pod Rocket, but they don't make it anymore. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, I feel like yeah, it kind of got to say about topic. Nintendo's new president. Um, it was yeah, interesting. It's more important. Like we're still getting uh bits and pieces about what people think, what he what he thinks, do, what he thinks. Yeah, I really um, like uh what he's been uh, saying uh, so, so far. Like how he's like, uh, uh, he's the the president that that frowns the most. <laughs> he is. That's wonderful. We're gonna get a lot of great pictures. Nintendo could use some pessimism. Grumpy CEO, grumpy Prez. My roommate. Oh, what if he's? What if he's like so always frowning because he knows Nintendo can do better? He's like, probably. Let's make this the best year that um, Nintendo has. Was it his comments about the Wii U or the Wii? No, he was saying he was saying the Wii U. He thought would be a commercial failure. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't have faith in it as a product. He didn't have a lot of faith in the Wii U. So, um, but he knows. So did it fail? I was gonna say, um, I like that, and also the analysts seem to think he's pretty good. I mean, for the most part, I think it's just good to see that Nintendo has a president right now. With mm-hmm. everything since the summer and since Iwata's passing, it's yes, just, everything feels like it's kind of been in flux. It feels like it. They they were taking too long to move on, and I understand that some people are like, "Oh, well, he has you know Iwata's legacy and things like that." And yes, I understand that, but it, they're a company, <laughs> and the world can't yeah. stop turning. I think Iwata would be. Very he annoyed. Burning. No, he, yeah, he. I mean, if you're running his damn company into the ground. Well, no, Iwata was uh, upset, was always so. known as a guy you know who was working on as much as he could at a time. You know, he would always try to take up as much as possible. He tried to learn coding. Probably why he died so young. 
But well, I mean, because he was pretty young, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in his fifties. His fifties, very oh, young. Yeah, and especially in like in Japan with their like world's oldest. Yeah, yeah, they have a very, very yeah. high. Uh, he was only halfway uh, through his life. Death. Yeah, just about. So, um, with, I mean, it uh, might have been from overwork. The other piece of news that came out, like, kind of related to that, and like Nintendo's organiz- or organizing and whatnot, but it was a, it was just a small statement released to IGN. But they said that um, Nintendo Directs will return. And that made me happy because I really like them. And the fact that they're like keeping them going even after Iwata's passed, I think is a good sign of them like, you know, taking the best of what he created and continuing now to we have with it. predictions. What's the next Nintendo Direct and how will it be presented? I think I called one ages ago and it's passed by now, but I'm going to say ago. October 3rd. <laughs> I called the Splatoon one. I knew it was going to happen. Like, because I'm expect I that like maybe a week before it's released, and they did do one. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have one in October too, just because of Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the yeah I, I definitely think Smash. I do as long as they don't. Whoever is you know, of course, hosting it doesn't do that thing with his hands that Iwata always did, because that's his. You know. Like, yeah. I mean, they have to have like that. something just new. Did it very painfully. Well, and it was like. Because Iwata was there and stuff. It was, was like it's, it's, it's a new, it's like Iwata's thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I don't know. They it, it gotta have something new. Don't cramp on his style, bro. I just hope that they'll, like, release the polls for this Smash Bros. thing, like, when they do it. And then they'll yeah. make they it really awesome. probably won't, but they might release I... information as to who was doing well. Yeah, that's what I hope so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because then they don't probably don't want to make it seem like if it's really skewed in one direction. Well, I think the know, biggest problem is that want to make it look they like... didn't make it one vote per IP. Ah, uh, they made it. Nah, I mean, vote they they, re- they requested though. They said please one vote per computer or something like but that. But they didn't they... set it up like that. No, so you technically you could, but I mean, I'm sure they they have some sort of scripts running in the background. It'd be funny if like every time you vote again, you're overwriting your previous vote. <laughs> so like I voted eight times, like well only one of them went through. That's funny. Yeah. I mean I voted only once because I I didn't. Given eight, eight yeah. isn't the numbers I, they'd probably be worried about. I vo- that just means you're probably enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. They're more probably worried about a botnet voting eight thousand times. I I said I was gonna vote more than once, but I I didn't. I only had a vote in voting once, and I'm pretty sure the person I voted for is going to be in shovel knight. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that that is the character I voted for. Listen, I don't have to tell um, you who I voted for president. I have to tell you who I put in the Nintendo survey, all right? Thank you. And well, <laughs> I mean, I definitely will say Shovel Knight seems to be, it seems like he he's the, the front runner. He's I mean, the fan favorite. Mention, he already has I, an amiibo. Like, that just sh- screams, hey, put me in Smash Brothers. I didn't even know about the amiibo thing, and I was already agreeing, but that just kind of like 100% confirms it. You, you didn't know about the amiibo. You didn't know I've, about the amiibo. I haven't been following because if I get one amiibo, I have to buy all of them, yeah, and I don't have that um, kind of money. Shovel Knight so is I'm the just... first third-party amiibo, and it's very interesting because it's it's basically Nintendo. Nintendo has basically licensed out the amiibo, um, the amiibo brand to them, saying you can create a figure just like our amiibo. We'll supervise some stuff, but you're gonna call it an amiibo. It's, going to, it's for your own character. You produce it how you want. They're producing it at the same factory that makes uh, Disney Infinity figures. And it's just, I don't know, it's an inter- it's a very interesting scenario. Did you um, see Jeff the other day? I think because we, I know, I think you and I had a conversation like two weeks ago about like the, the partnerships between Nintendo and Disney. Mm-hmm. Was that us? 
uh, the, the other day. The, uh, are you talking about what? the thing that they did with... Uh, no, I'm thinking of Skylanders. Uh, what are you referring well, to exactly? I think we had a conversation on the podcast, maybe two two podcasts or something like that, where we mentioned partnerships with Disney and Nintendo. I'm vaguely and... recalling this. Go on. Yeah, it's okay. I just want to say that yesterday night I turned on my television, which happened to be on Disney Channel, uh, or Disney XD specifically, and the Nintendo World Championship Yeah, they, was they playing showed on the there. Nintendo World Championship uh, on Disney XD yesterday. I was just like, that's... I'm like that just proves the point that they're going to go farther with this relationship and to to go into other things. I mean, would you really be surprised? I mean, they they not not necessarily. It's I, a mutually I mean, beneficial relationship. They both have a. People now I'm just hoping like we Nintendo see Mario and Wreck It Ralph too. To Disney for ages, we're going to yeah. see Mario and Wreck It Ralph too. I think that they yeah. they're kind of afraid of what doing what Marvel did, which is sell off different IPs to. Uh, Several. I oh, I mean, it's not like they're going to sell the rights to Mario. To I mean, them. Marvel sold the rights, the movie rights to uh, Fox for Fantastic Four, and we all know how that but ended. That's only because they needed the money during, like, I think that was in the nineties. Well, they were and trying so, like, to break into the movie business, and they didn't know how. I, oh, like, I thought they were going bankrupt or something like that. I I'm not sure. It might it they might have done that at one point, but I know that several of the movie deals they made were because they didn't know how to do things. Like the Spider Man franchise was a hundred percent because they just wanted someone who they felt knew movies better than anyone. So they <laughs> Sony. And ironically now they're the worst company in the filmmaking industry. Who is Sony? Yeah. So uh, uh no the, you different... can't argue with me on this number show. Numbers, yeah, but number two is Paul, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Number one is Pixels. Oh, you're talking about the Spider-Man movies. I'm, I'm, and you're talking about Paul Blart I'm talking, and Pixels. I'm talking, I'm talking about, about Sony being the worst company movie-wise. When we say, because worst is a very vague word, we're talking. When you say movie-wise, you mean they have bad movies. They've been making. Or they don't they've do been, well they've had a bad uh, record recently. They made Paul Blart Mall Cop Two, which did poorly. They made Pixels, which did poorly, and every other studio has had a major blockbuster hit. So. Yeah. Uh, may I may I ask a question? Who distributes the uh, James Bond films? Uh, Sony, but they're going to lose the rights soon. Uh, and I, I, well, Spectre is going to be a huge hit for them. I can tell you that much. Yeah, but I'm just saying that they they've been really scared. They need Spectre to be a huge hit, or else it's going to be a terrible year for them. It's going to be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here's Come a. Out. It's we got. It's only August. We got three and a half months left. Yeah. It's not August. It's September. September. What am I? Wow. It's okay. Nope. Two and a half. I months. almost didn't catch that. No, it's still three and a half months, man. Oh, and got October, no, November, December. Technically, yeah, what am I, I read the nine and I said August. By the, by the way, it's technically Columbia and MGM, but I, I guess because Columbia is owned by Sony, hmm. uh, that that's where that stands. Anyway, that works. Uh, let's get into our last fan topic, if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Go yeah. For it. Um, James asks. Uh, although mm-hmm. I know it's impossible, if Nintendo went, were, and it kind of fits into this whole discussion actually, uh, although I know it's impossible, if Nintendo were to completely fall apart and have to sell all its franchises, or if they just went crazy and decided to do it with their own for all for no reason at all, what would we you want to have happen? To, what would you want to have happen to the Zelda series? One continue from software to have it. Uh, from, give it a from. Id Software. <laughs> Saunders, you just read my mind. Holy crap! Wait, that's the answer. <laughs> that like, is, that the, is the answer. I think that's the answer too. <laughs> I agree. I, I, on, we're, I honestly we're a team. don't. We're a team here. I I honestly want to say uh, I hope that doesn't happen, and I, I hope mean, they don't happen. sell to. It's like one of the top. If, yeah. if they sell to Disney, then 
it's uh then it's, Zelda will be a princess a Disney Maybe princess we can have Zelda in Kingdom Hearts what about that if it's out to Disney I mean yes but at the same time it's like the I master like keyblade owning everything and yeah, too much true. of everything is not good I mean it's just yeah, you true. don't you need Star Wars and Avengers and because they they own Avengers right that's a thing mm-hmm. they own Marvel they own they own Star Wars that's they cool. own Pixar they own well they own Lucas Arts so they own Star Wars but they also own well, Luke, Lucas Arts is you mean Lucas Film I was gonna say Lucas Arts has been like dead for well the they past, own since... Lucas properties in general they yeah. just own it yeah, Lucas Arts only employs three people now to be and fair, one of them is Jeff do a better job than George Lucas but <laughs> little did I, I don't know. think that wasn't the name. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The other. Yeah, so, what would you guys say besides from software? And anybody that's played why... Dark Souls, okay, knows why we'd say we from, we had I that think. discussion the other day about you know how how Dark Souls is kind of like a perfect Zelda 3D game. Oh no, yeah, I always say that the best Zelda game to come out recently was Dark Souls. Yeah, I, but uh, I don't think you're wrong on that. In a lot of well, um, you need to play Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Also, not EA. I don't want EA owning anything Nintendo related. Oh, okay, yeah. if you had to choose EA or Ubisoft. Oh fuck! Yeah. Well, the thing Excuse is, if, it my was, language. if it was Zubisoft, they couldn't do Princess Zelda because girls are too hard to animate. I yeah. mean, but... let's let's not get into that one because that's. I bet they could animate. That's Sheik. okay. Just be Sheik. They what could I... animate Sheik and be like, "Oh, Sheik's a girl, right? That counts." When yeah. I think about the top publishers, I think EA, Activision, Ubisoft, and like that's about it. Uh, I much rather have Nintendo properties be owned by someone like. Valve, because I know they're not going to do anything with them. They're just going to own them. Yeah, they're, they're going to make them available on Steam. <laughs> Honestly, that I could play Zelda with a PS4 controller, an Xbox One controller. That'd be that in and of itself would be better than whatever I think EA would do. So. Yeah. Or they might just make like New Zelda One and New Zelda Two, but then again, there was Zelda Two, and they can't count higher than that. That's probably why Steam or Valve wouldn't buy it because there's too many in it. There's too many numbers. Oh yeah, they can't go and do anything past three. Well, actually, nothing has three in it, so I don't know. That's true. Yeah, nothing. I mean, besides Zelda, but I feel like that Zelda would be a 2... great cosmic joke that Steam that uh, Valve would get Zelda. There'd be no three. There's been no Zelda three title yet. It's all based around the Triforce. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you're you, onto oh, something. You just got me. Gary's mod Zelda. Gross. <laughs> Actually, that's they... probably a thing. Like that's I'm oh, sure I'm sure. That's a thing. Yeah. People oh, there's um, source there's films a, are, awesome... a lot of them there... for Zelda. Yeah, there's an awesome mod in TF2. There's this map that's like super Mario based, and uh, it's probably my favorite map. I go in there all the time. Just I play TF2 now just to play that one map because it's it's just the funnest to go on. Just you, I, there's so many references, so many great things. Oh, I can't remember is... the name of it, but it's great. There's a Left for Dead map that was the mall from Dawn of the Dead, the original, like perfectly recreated. And it was beautiful. Did it have Mario in it? It it wasn't that beautiful. And so you like you win. Don't get me wrong. You definitely win if we're. But nah, it was still it was cool. Both Source games, right? Those were both on Source. I can't. <laughs> right. Imagine a Mario game on Source. I've you seen know, a lot of videos of... of like people putting Mario and Link in Unreal Engine and just like seeing yeah. how good he would look. Um, oh, now think about it, because apparently the NX can run the Unreal Engine, so that could be a possibility. It could look great. That is true. What is? Yeah, that's that is a good point. I keep thinking uh, so about um, what is Super what Mario Maker actually related mm-hmm. to that. Like, 
I'm really curious about where it goes. I mean, it's already been doing really well, a lot of great reception, doing well overall. It, you know, so that was the top spot in terms of game sales in Japan um, this past week. But I'm curious to see where modders and hackers are able to take it. Okay. Like homebrew type stuff? Well, yeah, I think that they I mean, might start adding things like physical attacks, like Link's actual sword will be in the game and things like that. If they were to mod it, I feel like that would be the first place that they would yeah, start. Yeah, I feel like they'd start with the amiibo costumes and do stuff like that. I I like seeing the uh, the Pokemon sprites in there. It's funny, like Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. I do like the Pokemon sprites, and there was one other that I thought just looked so good, and I don't remember which one it was. So wait, when you, because uh, I haven't actually played the game yet, but when you make a map, you can design like which type of aesthetic you want to have, and like which type of Mario. Out of like... the four, you yeah, can choose one of the four. Styles. You can't change it after, like you can't change it when it's like, like as you're playing it, you can only change it like uh... when you're making the level. Yeah, I mean, I was super disappointed and... that the amiibo only worked for eight bit mode because man, imagine you just have all those characters. In any of the four styles. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. I was looking forward to like playing through. A that Mario would be a lot of work, though. I I can imagine why they don't. Do, why did they didn't do it? Oh yeah, um, it'd be insane. Oh my god, imagine your Sonic amiibo. You have eight bit no, Sonic. Sonic. Looks, Sonic having Sonic in the eight bit stages is actually kind of surreal. He's super cute. No, but That's it's like surreal. Wait, just like considering. I, excuse history. me. Wait, is Sonic actually in the game? Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's Sonic. Amiibo. That's that is like crazy when you think about it because Sonic and or Sega and Nintendo were fighting back in that day and now you see Sonic in a Mario well, now you see the Sonic the, like the Facebook Mega and Man. stuff like wishing uh, Mario a happy 30th birthday yeah the, uh, the Mega Man one looks fantastic too because it's 8-bit oh, yeah. it's Mega Man it's again. just the 8-bit Mega Man, Mega Man. Uh, that's awesome I'm not sure if his jumps make that sound though I really probably wish not they did though uh, but yeah I uh, I yeah um <laughs> anyone else watched jackie chan adventures back in the day i watched a lot of yes. that show oh my god i love that show so much like the the the, the magic talismans were my favorite and jackie would have like a... i learned about pig latin <laughs> oink oink i'm a pig oink oink and i speak latin anyway oink. uh wow, it's, I, the, it's not the, the other kind of like idea that james brought up for like possibilities uh what if nintendo sold zelda was uh, having it not continue at all, and just like remain a legend, and uh, I th- oh, I think I would oh. go with that one. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I said. Like, if any if any developer or publisher were to buy it, I'd say Valve. Maybe just port it to Steam, and that's about it. And just don't make anything else. Just own it, and that's it. That would and be great. It, let it die in peace. Bioware yeah. is my favorite. Maybe it's my favorite uh uh item shop in all of Hyrule. <laughs> Actually, maybe open up the workshop. That would be interesting. That could have be the... cool. Yeah. yeah. Just have really accessible Zelda Actually, mods, if so it was sold off to a like, company, oh, I'd say Yacht Club. Yeah. Yacht Club mm-hmm. is like... I just played a Yacht Club As game. much as I what love Yacht Club and I'm excited to play Plague of Shadows, which I still haven't downloaded yet, I they, I thought of them first just because I really enjoy their stuff lately, but now... They're so small and indie. They gotta be from, keep them that it's way. It's got to be from software. I'm sorry. Well, the reason I say... Zelda. Uh... Yacht Club is because they could do Zelda 2 some justice. With Wait, remake. no, I see where you're going. What if they made a good Zelda 2? Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Oh, actually, wow. a lot of people give Cause... Zelda 2 some flack, but I hear Zelda 2 is actually... Hold on, great. Chris is trying to talk, but I need to stop him. I can still hear Mick yelling from that one episode we did with him. <laughs> yeah. About how much he hates that game. 
I just remember but that's yeah. that's just him. I know it's, it it's one ironic. of the most underrated Zelda games. Adam, you said this yourself. I even. did say this myself. I do. I do think that it gets. Chris, a little, why are you like, getting mad at him? It's me. I, I'm going. I'm going. Here. But he, you almost convinced Adam to be against me, and I just had to remind him. I'm that Adam's is really impressionable. <laughs> I'm just presenting my point to the group, to the listeners. Like just I, I think I said this before. Know. I have Zelda two on the Game Boy, like the Game Boy Advance, like the NES Classic. And it's okay. It's not the, it's not my favorite, but like honestly, it's it's some it's one of the most unique Zelda games I've ever played, and I think it, it deserves a lot of credit for that being different. I mean, I, I I like talking about the possibility of Zelda being used by other studios, and I am honestly curious about you know, um, are we gonna see some more collaboration like that now that Nintendo's working with third parties and things like that? Uh, Who worked on one Gamelon? Uh. Phil, uh, Phillips. Phil Phillips, yeah. Like, did they had their own developer for that? I think so. I believe so. I mean, the reason we need to get so those different. guys back together, and then we gotta sell the Zelda franchise to them. <laughs> they gotta make a second. They gotta make another one. They gotta what if did Sierra do? Curse Actually, of it was Animation Island? Magic, or whatever of Monkey Island, the point and click. Because imagine like a Monkey Island style Zelda point. And click. Oh, you mean Sierra? It was Sierra. Okay. Yeah, Sierra's great. I would love a Sierra game um, in the theme of Zelda. Point and click Zelda. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. That was Secret of Monkey Island, not Curse. Whatever Have you guys seen King's Curse. Quest, the new one? Uh, No, but I've seen, like, I've seen people post a lot of gameplay about it. Looks it looks pretty great. I mean, it's not the same in a lot of ways, but there is a lot about it that is. They captured a lot of the humor and style from the older games and fit into, like, a modern type of game. Uh, when you first mentioned King's Quest the other day when we were talking about it, I thought you were talking about King's Field, which were like the prequels to Demon Souls, like the other From Software games. I literally thought you were talking about them bringing back King's Field because Dark Souls and Bloodborne were so popular. I could see that happening. But I, I, I couldn't. If I might, <laughs> um, our conversation, like everything we've talked about, the uh, Tekken Zelda and uh, now like, you know, potential future routes if something were to happen to the series. Um, I'm thinking, I keep thinking about like this concept of like new Zelda and uh, with new Zelda U for the rebranded. Wii X plus NX. No, but like uh, with the idea of the whole of uh, now with Zelda's Mint. 30th anniversary hitting next year. Um, Which anniversary? 30th, just like Mario's this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a stupid question. <laughs> so, it was funny uh, to me. It was. I. I Shut up. <laughs> um, I made Jeff flabbergasted. anniversary coming next year and Zelda U or whatever is going to be hopefully coming out next year. Um, that may, that would make sense for it to come out on the 30th year. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. Zelda. And if they decide to make a Zelda Maker. Because then they could brand the box 30 years. If they decide to make a Zelda Maker, just hint, hint, I think it'd be a wonderful idea. Well, I think like that... Uh, maker thing well, I think that Zelda? the idea is like, that, you know, when you make a oh, game no. like Mario Maker, you basically say we're done making this kind of game. Do you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Because you're mean, you're giving what, you're what you're eventually giving about you're giving them that's the developer talking about me. Oh, we both keep starting and stopping. Go at him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Skype lag. Uh, well, they they kind of gave people the tools to make the like classic like two D platforming Mario games of their dreams, 
uh, you know, with all the crazy sort of kooky ideas that they have. And I feel like at this point, because so many people love Mario as a series and so many people are going to try this game, that we're really going to explore all options or most options that Nintendo I mean, would be interested in pursuing. I mean, for, my, I only, gets... my only objections to that. My only objection to that. First actually. of all, Adam, you're stupid. Second of all, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, no, my only objection to that is mm-hmm. I think the main point that people made when Mario Maker was like first announced. Um, I think a lot of people have gotten past this point, but still. Um, the idea that although there's going to be such a variety of levels and such an abundance of creativity, these people still aren't level designers. They're not right. people who can make uh, this the I've seen, control. I saw Ego Raptor was tweeting about how he was like, man, all the top levels are just ones that are autoplays. And I'm like, yeah, because it's really cool and interesting to see people make a level that plays itself and you just get to watch it and experience it. Yeah, I guess if they had, they should have like a portal in a sense with, I mean, ancient new grounds, anyone, but like, because you can have most popular, those can be auto ancient new grounds. A, <laughs> a better, yeah, like the horrible. I remember golden years of two thousand three or whatever it was. The golden. Years. Thank where, you for recognizing them as something. But uh, <laughs> like if it was not just oh most popular, like I ha- I don't have it. I haven't played it. I know none of us has it. Because none of us um, are gonna spend sixty dollars for a game that's worth thirty. I might. Exactly. I might. You're a. I, you're, I, I, yeah. I'm. I You're still need to finish Metal Gear. Oh, I, I gotta put my to expand upon that though. I have to start Metal Gear. You being a fool? <laughs> no, 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 not me being a fool. Um, I, I don't being to expand a upon um, some stuff I've noticed about potential future of Mario Maker, um, and related to like Nintendo's uh, recent strategy with popular games. The idea of like that rolling DLC. I know that nothing's been. The only thing that's formally been announced for Mario Maker DLC is this new cost. Is this new amiibo for? Not a game costume, but costume uh, that's based on the mascot of, I think, Famitsu. And I, I don't know. I really like this idea of Nintendo continually rolling out good, or not even like really, really good, but just you know, decent content uh, after their game has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing how that works outside of Splatoon. I think we talked about this before. But I think Mario Maker has a lot of potential for that. You could add more boss, more more features, more enemies, more more stages. items. You could add more... sloped stages because there's no slopes in Mario Maker. What a shame! What a shame! And uh, I also been thinking about that with Triforce Heroes because I think that's a perfect game for giving it more content. Because I mean that game is perfect already, game. so you shut your mouth. Or not a spin. Sorry, it's not a spin-off game. <laughs> Keep calling it that. Um, Nate's gonna yell at me. I'm gonna slap so, you in the face repeatedly. Gonna I'm gonna kick you right in the Jeff. Chest. I love you, but that game is my new baby. It's your new. I know it's your new baby. I'm gonna kick you in the Deku nuts. Oh, are they gonna um, like explode and flash too? I'm gonna like, kick you for cock. The... Yeah, and they're gonna disappear. I'll make sure of it. <laughs> okay. What if he? What you can hold like thirty, right? Do you have thirty Deku nuts that you just have, and then you'll just keep them as spare? Yes, he has been. He has been pairs of two. In pairs of two. Um, but anyway, uh, Deku nuts aside, I think that Triforce Heroes <laughs> is going, or it should, if Nintendo really wants people to actually like, you know, pick it up and. Not I'm gonna pick it up, and I'm gonna it. play, and I'm gonna play with my friends. Yeah, you are. Um, I'm gonna play with Jeff. Yes, yes, you will. Also, um, we might end up playing. There were a few people have been chatting, or. We've been chatting with over Twitter about playing with like other sites that we might start playing with. So if anybody has any suggestions for like sites you want to see us play with, can I can I say something? Yeah, cut I mean, this out if you I want. Guess. 
I refuse to play with Zelda Universe and Zelda Dungeon. Why do you refuse to play with them? Because they are the enemy. We must stick together. Okay, and well, ban my you, Zelda and former you brother. Won't play with them. I promise you that you won't. You won't be a part of that. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better. Let's makes... go and just beat them up, Chris. You and me. Let's do it. We're both really buff, right? We're both really buff, and we're both named Chris, unfortunately. This is like a formal call-out of whatever names you guys just said. Officially <laughs> sanctioned by Zelda Informer that we're going to beat them up. Uh, I don't know if we could say that. I don't know if we could say that. I'm going to say not officially sanctioned. I'm going to have to veto that. But... Can we just put like that the sound of like no channel over everything <laughs> the, the, I just said? The fights called out in this podcast are not the views of ZeldaInformer.com. It shouldn't the views be. of the Chris's on the podcast. Yeah. But exactly. anyway, I really do think that Triforce Heroes could benefit from uh, continuous new content if there's new levels that they release because um, there's a good number of levels in the game. I forget the exact number, but a good amount of courses. I think it's reasonable to believe that Nintendo could make new courses and release those um, over time. Uh, release... Do you think they would stop support Sorry? for the game after? Do you think there's a chance they won't support it after launch? Yeah, I think I think it's totally possible that they might not do anything at all. But I think it's a game that could we really need more costumes. We need more dresses. Yeah, more costumes, more options in terms of building those costumes and creating them, as well as I mean, if they can add another multiplayer mode to it, like they've done with Splatoon, more power to them. Um, and I'm surprised that we haven't seen a 3DS title get that kind of treatment, only because while I get that they're really pushing Splatoon and it's, it's just wrecking it for for a new IP, it's doing mm-hmm. a phenomenal job. And the support has, I, I, I think it's played no small part. Um, we haven't seen a 3DS They don't realize how kind of powerful the 3DS is and how many people want 3DS content. I mean, people, the 3DS is in many more hands. So it seems, I don't know, maybe it's just they don't need to convince people to stay on it. Yeah, they know they have the market share in the mobile, well, in the handheld uh, gaming industry, so. Yeah. And then we're going to get Pokemon Go. And Zelda Go and Mario Go and we're just gonna be outside playing video games. It's just gonna be like Might as well call it the NX Go. The NX Go. I'm not a fan of that. I'm I'm exhausted from the name NX because I was recently reminded that that's just the code name and the code names are never even close to the console name, so I'm just like You guys you guys remember the Nintendo Revolution? Yeah, I do. I I I, I remember seeing like a a fake like what they thought was going to be the Nintendo Revolution in a uh, Game Informer a long time ago, and it was like a purple PlayStation Two with a controller with a big red B button, and that was it. I'm like, wow, you guys are idiots. And then can we call it like Nintendo NX and just call it Nintendonks? <laughs> it was Nintendo Xbox and Donks. Nintendo Infinity, just like the Xbox Infinity that will be the yeah. sequel to Xbox Perfect. One. Um. But anyway, uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me. It's been a fun episode. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Chris, for for letting us pop your cherry this week uh, for podcasting. Uh, <laughs> for a second, I thought that was toward me, but I know it's yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, why are you talking about him? <laughs> it's, it's me. I'm Saunders. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Not Chris. No Chris ever. Never Chris. Right. Um, There's no Chris. Only Chris. Only Chris. <laughs> Hashtag the real Chris. Uh Will the real Chris? But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. That open theme was, theme was once again brought to us by Brandon and Company. Uh, you, they send in that at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's where we got all our fan topics. 
uh, all of our art that we've ever received, any music. Um, so thank you to those of you who continue to keep submitting that, continue to share the podcast, let it grow, you know, show some love, help us, help us get word out there. And, and uh, if you enjoyed it, check us out on iTunes, throw us a rating. We'd yeah, love you forever. We would. Um, and on Podbean this, uh, a long time. This uh, closing theme song is uh, Zora by Sushi Killer. Uh, it's a theme song I really like. It's very mellow. Uh, it's kind of a better feel, I think. Uh, but yeah, thank you again for joining us. Uh, Warp Star. Take care, guys. Have a good night. Thank you.